To start things off, I just wanted to say a quick thank you to our podcast sponsors, Extra Chewing Gum. We're about to binge on some cringe memories as our lovely guests open up about their early dating experiences. But Extra Chewing Gum is on a mission to give everyone that extra confidence they need to avoid needless dating disasters. Extra's fresh, new personalized packs will breathe new life, literally, into your dating game. Whether that's plucking up the courage to make the first move or staying calm in the face of that lush portion of garlic bread. Yum. Pick up a personalized Find Your Other Half pack today and find that special someone you want to share your gum with. Right, on with the show. Oh, sorry, that's my dog. We didn't like that. That's my dog. Hold on. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. Okay. No, so to go back to it, tell me why you were late. <laughs> Welcome to the Dating Hall of Fame, an audible honouring and ode to dates gone wrong. We're recording remotely, so please forgive the occasional technical glitch. It comes part and parcel with lockdown living. For privacy reasons, some of the clips we use are distorted and shortened. Georgie Porter, welcome to Dating Hall of Fame. Hi, thank you, Laura. I think possibly Dating Hall of Fame should be my middle name. (laughs) Oh, well, this is a perfect podcast for you. Before we even kick things off, just for the listeners, are you in a relationship at the moment? What is your status? I am single, totally free and single. How has uh, being single in lockdown been? Do you know what? Actually, right, surprisingly, it's been uh, probably more active in the real world. So, I, well, I've joined a dating app and I've had a few virtual dates. So how does that go? And how much of an effort do you make for a virtual date? Is it just like, do you like, do you keep a tracksuit on? You just put a bit of makeup on the face? Do you, is it about lighting? Like how much time and prep goes into a virtual date? Yeah, 100%. I'd say even more prep because you kind of have to set up your room. I wouldn't take it to the bedroom. Like that's the rule. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> but I'll give you one example. So there was one guy. We met for cocktail drinks at half past eight. Oh, I love this. Virtually. Yeah, virtually. So this was in my living room. And then we had the dinner in our own dining rooms. And no one has to worry about the bill. Who's paying? No one has to worry about the bill. Mine was a microwave meal, so I was ready. (laughs) (laughs) His was a really classy sea bass. And I was like, oh, he's a cook. That's good. You're like, I wish I was actually with you and not virtually like eating your food there. Yeah, mine was rubbish. That's good. But then, then we had drinks after. So it was kind of like a real date scenario. So it kind of went well. Would you be that kind of person? Like, would you have a, like, a kiss on the first date? Yeah. Do, I, do, oh, do it's funny. We described how we kiss. Okay. I'm going to need more details. How does one explain what like tongues, teeth, yeah. spit, saliva, mouth open, close? <laughs> like, but okay. we both said that like, you know, we're not a washing machine. So we were like, oh no, wouldn't be fast and crazy. And then like we both described, so I, I don't know because I've not met him still. So I don't know what would happen. But are you are you still dating? Uh, yeah, kind of not as frequent. Do you think you'd have given him a chance if you weren't stuck at home? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that's awful. But. What kind of data are you in 
like in real life I say in real life it is real life anyway but like if if you weren't stuck to do this virtually when you're out and about again which we're all kind of doing now what kind of data are you proactive are you more up to let the universe decide uh no they have to approach me because I'm not really an approach actually it's a lie no I have approached guys before I did this really cool thing once Laura you'll be really proud of me I said to a guy I was like excuse me (laughs) you're really fit have I missed the boat or have you not um you know swiped the right way to me (laughs) and what was his reaction then he came over with a little hanky and he drew a little face on with an arrow pointing one way if you flip it that way it was his number if you flip it the other way he said goodbye I feel like I'm in a rom-com that was incredible it was the most genius thing so I dated him for a bit yeah so I'm, I'm assuming you've got quite a bit of dating experience yeah I do it goes as far as sometimes I'm quite stupid as a dater, I'd say. Why would you say stupid? Okay, so for one one date, for example, there was a guy, I met him in a bar, like, our eyes locked, and it was amazing. I was like, oh, my God, he's amazing. And he was like, let's go for a date. This was in America, okay, so he's full-on American. But this is the thing, actually, before I even get started into this guy, yeah. like, I lived in America for, like, six months, and, like, I come from Ireland, where a, a man would never even ask you out, he, like, he won't even make eye contact with you, and I was in America, and a guy on the street asked me out on a date, I'm like, I'm like it's, a diff- it's a different kettle of fish out over there, Oh, isn't it? they will tell you how beautiful you are, and you think, I'm not, what, why is he saying that? You think they're lying, don't you, because you go, you're so forward, and so, like, you, you think... No. I also feel they use the same line on a lot of girls. Yeah, like, you're beautiful. I must take you out. You're like, no, really? Okay, everyone must be taken out. But, and also, they date a lot of, like, girls at once, don't they? Oh, too much work. So bring me back to this guy. Okay, so this guy. I mean, about in a bar, our eyes lock. He's incredible. He's a big guy as well. So <laughs> then he says, uh, like, I'll take you out on a date. So I'm like, yeah, cool. So he says, seven o'clock, he's going to pick me up from my address in America and we'll drive somewhere. Okay. So I'm ready on time for this day because I'm very keen. Laura, no joke. This is where I'm stupid. It was 20 minutes later. He says, okay, I've got a bit of an issue. Uh, My motorbike is across town and it needs fixing. So I'm just going to go and fix that. And I'll be with you within like 15 minutes. So I'm thinking... Half past seven. Okay, that's cool. I can wait that long. Mm. No joke. It gets to eight o'clock. I'm still across town, but don't worry. Like, um, I'm going to be there soon. So I'm thinking, this is an hour late. Uh, Okay. Then my friends call me and go, what are you doing? So I'm like, I'm waiting for a date. Do you know what? I'm just going to come out for a drink with you girls because I'm literally waiting. I'm doing nothing. Then... No joke, Laura. I don't know why I did this, but I waited four hours for this guy. So at 11 o'clock, I've had a few drinks with the girls and I'm having a laugh. And he goes, I'm finally back. Do you still want to go out? So I go, yeah. No, Georgie. What are you doing? Because then I was a bit like, well, I want to know his excuses to his face. And actually, I've had a great time with my girls anyway. So so you can't, you weren't, you weren't like waiting, doing nothing. Like you were having a nice night out with your friends. Yeah. If I was waiting, doing nothing, then that would have been sad. Would it? That would have been mm-hmm. so sad. So he, he finally picks me up because then I go home and I'm like, I'm still dressed up, thankfully. So he picks me up. I can hear his car from the bottom of Fuller Avenue. And it's like, 
and I'm like, okay, so that's a bit keen. He gets me in the car and he goes, I'm hungry. Do you want to go to Shake Shack? And I'm like, Shake Shack for a first date, which is a burger place, isn't it? I quite like it, but yeah, probably not. Probably not if you want to leave a good impression. I mean, he's trying to impress me a lot now. He's late. He's very late and he wants to take me to Shake Shack. We have to queue up. And then his friend turns up and queues with me and I'm stood there in a queue in Shake Shack with him being four hours late and his friend who's a bit hotter. And I'm like, am I stupid? What am I doing? <laughs> so, what, so what did you? How did it end? So then we had a, a animal fries and we hung out for a bit and we had a drink and then I literally left and was like, I'm not. And then I dated him again another day because I just thought, oh not much else to do in America when you wait 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 you dated him again after that atrocity of a date yeah I dated him again yeah I would have got his friend's number (laughs) you give a guy guy a chance like he can be late numerous times and you'll still you'll still give him a chance you don't you don't knock it on the head you you just open for love in all its forms too much chance and to, to be honest I have learned from then that that is not okay and now if a guy doesn't really show much interest I block them. And is that because of him or is that because of like numerous situations? I think numerous situations that I've learned that if a guy's not interested, he's not really keen. I think if a guy's keen, you know he's keen. Would you describe yourself as picky? Yes. Now I am very, very picky. 100%. Yes. I think you have to be. So this guy, take me back to this guy in America who you end up going out with again, who had... He didn't stand you up because at the end of the day, it, the date did happen. Do you think that part of it was like, I, like part of it was you wanted to hang out till the end just to be like, well, he didn't stand me up because the date actually did happen in the end. Yeah, I just wanted to actually see what he was about, whether he was a liar. Because working with actors, you know, you can tell when they're acting face and their acting eyes change. So I actually just wanted to see what his excuses were, whether, like, you know, if it was legit, whatever. And the fact that he did turn up in the end kind of kind of showed a bit of, you know. Like he was telling the truth, it was the motorbike. Yeah, yeah, and he, just, he did have a motorbike and it was broke and he was really stressed about it. I just wanted to see if it was that dramatic, whether it was that far-fetched or whether it was, do you know what I mean, like, genuine, yeah. You mentioned as well you had a few drinks with your girlfriends because I always think my girlfriends love judging, like, or I always feel like I need to judge them too. And if you get past the girlfriend stage, when he came to meet you, were the girls still there or had you left them? No, but the whole way through the drinks, they were literally like, sack it off. And I was like, no, it makes me want to go on a date even more. It's just a story as well, isn't it? I love the stories of, of, of the lives. You just have to go with it sometimes and say, yeah. Have you ever have you ever left a date? Have you ever walked out on anyone? I think you're too nice to. I think you're too nice to. Yeah, just walk I think, out. I think I would for my friends to say, "Help me." Although, do you know, do you know I was doing a dinner date. They were very nice guys, but one of the dates was quite difficult to get out of. But thankfully, a camera crew was there, so it was like, "Oh, I think I've been the taxi. I think it's time to go." <laughs> well, what's it like when you do like those like celebs go dating and those dating shows with there's cameras there as well? Is there kind of a bit more pressure because other people are judging you and watching you as well and how you react? I think I literally get swept up in it and forget. I've done every single dating show that possibly is, <laughs> apart from Love Island. <laughs> what did you do, Love Island? <gasps> 100%. If there was a celebrity Love Island, it used to be celebrity. 100%. I'd probably have full of regrets after <laughs> 
how do you think you would do in cast there more? Are you someone who, you know, oh, whose head is turned? No, I think I fall in love with everyone. I'd be like, I love him, but I love him more. I don't know. But the thing is as well, like I'm a silly fun, so it takes a particular guy to understand mm-hmm. me, I think. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I miss it, you know. I miss you on it. I miss you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm here to help you, right? I'm here to help you your dating needs. You mentioned there what sounds like probably a terrible date. I just can't imagine. I'm also like, oh, I I get very angry very easily. I've got a short fuse. So I think after five minutes, I probably would have walked out. Yeah. But what else have you got in your dating hall of, let's call it shame? Well, there's there's actually a good one, a good funny one. So I was in America with another guy because you're all allowed to date as many people as possible. Yeah, can we, can we talk about this? Because I'm not okay with that. Like I grew up in Ireland and you date one person who doesn't even ask you out on a date. And then you, you go to the pub with them, you drink a lot, you probably have a little snog and then suddenly you're going out with them. You don't even know how that happened. I don't even remember a first date. <laughs> While in America, there's always like a few dates in one day. It's very stressful. Yeah. Not for me. Well, yeah, like I agree. I don't know how you get to that bit of being a boyfriend, girlfriend anymore after dating. Like what, what, what is that transition? When does that happen anymore? They all say that's, was it, you, will you go steady with me? You, right, yeah. Well, I'm going to use that next time because I probably don't think to say those things. But in America, it's like, I'll see you Thursday, but uh, I'm going to date Becky on Saturday, so I'll have to work that out. And you're like, who, who on God's earth is Becky? And why am I not number one choice? So <laughs> that's kind of just accepted over there. So we was, uh, I met this guy. Uh, he was so funny. He was working in a restaurant. He's an actor, obviously. And uh, Would you recommend dating an actor? Uh, no, not for me. <laughs> I think when you're having dramatic times, you want to overdo the dramaticness more than the other one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I dated this one guy and we went for drinks, cocktails, and then it was really weird. There was a woman coming out of a house, you know, in America for sale. And as she was coming out, I was like, oh, maybe we should phone that and go and do a house viewing. What? Yeah. And so I phoned it. And he was like so funny that I knew he'd be game for this. So I phoned it up and this woman answered like, hello. And I was like, hi, I'm just in the area. Uh, I'm looking for a house. I've just come across, the, I said the address. Uh, I'd wonder if I could view it. She was like, absolutely. I'm just in the neighborhood now. In fact, I'm coming out of the house. Come and see it. And I was like, huh. So me and this guy, I'm going to call him Fred. It's not Fred. I was like, I'm on the phone to her right now. Let's go view this house. We go see her and I'm like, hello, nice to meet you. We're a new couple. We've been together for years. We're like, very new, very new couple. Very new, very fresh. Want to be together forever. He literally puts his arm around me and literally plays the part of like years of been together. It was so funny because this woman, probably quite bad because we had no intention of buying it. It was millions. Uh, we walk around this house and he's like, yeah, Georgie really loves looking out the window naked on a Sunday, so this would be perfect. And I'm like, yeah, Fred really loves to bath the kids every Thursday, so this would be a great bathtub. <laughs> and we together just came out with all these scenarios. This sounds like a great date. She sounds fun. It was brilliant. It was really great, really great. And afterwards, like, the woman was on the email, like, you two are so fabulous together. I hope this house works for you. Da, 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 and all this stuff. Felt quite bad that we were taking it to her, but 
So, like, did you see him again? Was what? You, like, if you if you view houses like on a date so early on, like, what do you do in the next date? Well, yeah, then we had another drink date, and then I think I think we he couldn't really get it up, so I think that was it. <laughs> Maybe he was just nervous. Yeah, was just nervous. Maybe. Did you give him a chance? Because that's normally when guys are nervous that happens. Sometimes you wait till the next morning. I mean, what do you talk about it? Do you what? Do you, do you, if it happens again, you know, there's a lot of times it could happen a few so times. So wait, hold on. He couldn't get it up and then you never saw him again. A few times. No, it happened a few times. A few times. And you got to the point where I was like, I don't think you fancy me. I think we're just going to leave this. But did you say it to him? Yeah. <laughs> and what did he say? I think he was like, oh, he just got stressed, I think, a lot. I don't know. I don't know what the rules are with these things. I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting though, because I bet you the guy probably doesn't even realise that was like the main, well, maybe he does know that's the main reason actually. He probably was like, oh, it's never meant to never heard it. Her I was a bit like, I don't, I just don't think this is going to happen ever. I mean, we could have a celibacy forever, but I could really get good with this. But if that's not happening, I just don't think we should carry on. Do you know what? We should talk more about this as well. Like just, in society, I think guys get very embarrassed when it comes to talking about sex and stuff. But I think I remember I, I had a similar situation. I remember talking to my friend about it and then actually guy friends. And they're like, oh, sometimes if a guy really likes a girl. Uh, so it's not about you. I'm like, is it about me? Yeah. It's like, this is what happens. This oh. is what happens. And then and then actually you can go on and have an amazing sex life with them. But the problem is it's getting through that first barrier. Exactly. And also to shine a light on that, to actually talk about it, Because no one's ever told me how to talk about it or to, you know, understand this. So really, yeah, people should talk about it more, actually. I'd love to, I'd love you, to hear you're it. You're like, is it me? And it's like, no, you're, I fancy it too much. You're too fish. That's the problem. Oh, no, no, no. What I'm, what I'm gauging from listening to your date so far is you like an exciting date. Like you're not the run of the mill. Let's go for a drink in the pub or let's go to the cinema. Like you need something a little bit different. Yeah. You kind of like the ones that maybe other people don't like. You want things to kind of go wrong. You want something exciting to happen. Yeah. Like if, you know, if you can't overcome a bad date with the person on the date, then you can't get very far in life is what I would say. So what's your worst date scenario? Worst date scenario would be if I was to go to, I don't know, like a, I suppose if it's really planned out and it goes wrong and the guy's really upset about it, you kind of, mm-hmm. I think that is like, a panic date for me would be like, oh God, relax. Like we can have fun no matter what. It's the person more in the situation. I'm the same as you. I think like it doesn't matter where you go, what you do. It's, yeah. it's the fun you make out of it. Like I've gone on dates which have gone wrong, but it's, if you make fun of it, if you can joke about yourself, yeah, like, then it's fine. I remember a guy that took me away in America. This is another guy. This is the third guy. You like you like dates in America. <laughs> is this all? Wait, is this the, all the same trip in America? I mean, yeah. So I lived there for a while. I lived there for like yeah. two years or so. So it's quite, it's quite. Do you think you dated more in the time you were in America than you have in the UK? Yeah, because I think I had like steady boyfriends in England. Like, yeah. date properly for months, don't you? And you kind of stick with them. And, and also don't forget, there's women of top of the league, gorgeousness coming in every pilot season. So you've got to compete with that. Personality, personality though. Yeah, yeah. And also not a lot of them understood my accent. So that was a bit of a, <laughs> a bit of a hard time. But um, yeah, there's one guy that, he drove me to Palm Springs and he, his tire blew up <laughs> oh. and it was like really bad for him because he was like, oh. did he change it? Was it sexy? Like, did he get out and he stripped down to his vest and change the tire? That would have been the dream or wouldn't it? Like that would have been, mm. 
like, you know, just to watch a man change a tire would have been a whole date for me. To be honest, in his mind, he was so panicky, but in my mind, the best date ever like I feel like any guy who wants to date you George you can pick up a few tips here you just need something extreme exciting it can go wrong but drama you want some drama on the date yeah, yeah and preferably take your top off and fix a wheel would yeah. I'm going to move on now to the deal breakers round. And this is based on celebrity dating disasters that have been reported in the media. So I want to know if you think that these things are deal breakers on first dates or not. Because I remember you were on a date on Celebs Go Dating with a guy who said he'd never leave England. Yeah. Oh, that's not... And that was a deal breaker for you? Yeah, because I think... Why? I, I would say, for me personally, like I am quite ambitious and quite crazy. Like, I don't think because we're born in a city you have to live there forever that's yeah. my look on life and I think you know there's Canada there's everywhere there's if your partner got there's Canada there's Canada <laughs> and everywhere there's still Canada so even if like say your partner got a job somewhere would you be willing to leave your place and go with them to that country now for me that is a deal breaker and you have to talk about well who can look after us more or who can do that or who can change their job so for me it's a deal breaker so you just want you want something ambitious fun exciting so possibilities yeah i'm willing to get on a plane at any given moment right i'm going to give you some examples of stories that i've seen in the press from a few celebrities and let me know what you think about this situation so to start with glee's amber riley i think I think I know what you're going to say about this already. She said a date was once 40 minutes late and that his excuse was that he was looking for parking. But like 40 minutes is nothing to you, Georgie. <laughs> to be honest, I'd have gone around with him looking for a parking space. Like, like that's that's all right. Yeah. So what, she dumped him. She just thought there was a bit of a deal breaker. Like who takes 40 minutes to park? Although you're a man. How many hours? Five hours? Yeah, it's 11 p.m. Yeah. It actually makes it look like Amber's guy... It's actually quite sound. Yeah, he actually was taking that long to find a parking space if it's legit. Yeah, bless him. So the the not willing to jump on a plane is a deal breaker, but they can just, you know, spend a few hours to actually get to the date. Absolutely fine. Yeah. And also, can we just say as well, how panicked must that guy be looking for a parking space? Like, oh. it's stressful as it is, isn't it? And then he's yeah. got someone waiting for him. Like, I'm sure he was stressed. I think as well, especially with the first date, a date, especially when you don't know the other person that well, I think there should be a little bit of leeway. I agree, yes. Yeah, yeah. I agree. But then shouldn't he have just come earlier? Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And parked the car. I don't know. Uh, yeah. 40 minutes. You let me away with that. Okay. Amber, give him another go. Uh, next up, Georgie, is the incredible Christina Hendricks. Now, on her first date with her husband, Jeffrey RN, so that went well, she she said to him, this is the first date, Georgie, right? Very first date. Yes. Christina and Jeffrey, she says, you make me want to have a family. She said <laughs> First date, which I think maybe is a little bit forward, but then she said in an interview later on, she said, thank God um, I didn't spook him enough to make him leave. But I'm just wondering, like, how much would you lay all your cards on the table on that first date, including, you know, I want to be with you forever and have your kids? <laughs> now, this is what I'm not understanding, or maybe I'm missing in my dating world life. Because for me, that surely must panic a man to be like, oh my God, this is it. I'm done. I'm tied in for the rest of my life. Does that not panic a guy? 
But maybe it's a test because if if it's the right guy, then that shouldn't panic him. But then you're right, and surely we're dating for marriage here. That is surely the usual outcome. Not always marriage, but I mean, not you know. always. Some people date for fun. For fun, yeah. I mean, yeah. my husband's not married, and she's having a great time. But like, I would honestly, for me, maybe I'm going to test this on my next date, actually. But yeah. wait, what was she saying? I want your baby. She said, "You." It's quite sweet, actually. You make me want to have a family. Cute. That's oh. that's actually that's that's not saying that I want to have a family with you. It's just saying you make me want to. Actually, that was clever, Christina. Very clever. Do you know what? There's a, there's a great film. It's a really old film um, called As Good As It Gets with Jack Nicholson and Helen Hunt. I don't know if you've seen it, but Helen Hunt basically says he's really bad at giving compliments. And she said, just give me a compliment. And he's he's really awkward. He finds it really hard. She said, just say one thing nice to me. And he says to her, after about 10 minutes of being very uncomfortable, you make me want to be a better person. Cute. Cute. That is and I like that because yeah. it's kind of saying you more than anyone else. I'm just wondering how forward have you gone on the first date? As in, not as in what base have you gone to? <laughs> as in, how have you gone? Like, I, I see myself, you know, dating you. This is a boyfriend, girlfriend thing. I want you to meet my family. Yeah, actually, there are some guys that I've literally meet and I'm like, oh my God, you are, I have to have you. So I have said this. I literally have said this before to a guy um, and I think I freaked him out because I think he probably thought that I would say that to everyone but actually that was not the case so I had to really like show him more so that I don't say this to everyone and you, it's kind of a bit uh, annoying because I suppose you have to play the no, you are the one and you have to show them even more and it's like a bit draining. Okay, I've got a third one. Yeah. Uh Tina Fey, who I adore, she said that she was invited to go mountain climbing on a date. I mean, that's quite a skillful date there. Her date fell off the mountain during the date. I think I think he was okay, but I mean, not ideal. Um, similarly, Bear Grylls reportedly made a picnic for a girl on a mountain, but he never he never showed. I'm just wondering, like in lockdown, you've been quite active with your dates in that like, you know, you, you might have drinks in one room, you might move somewhere else for like later on and for dinner. Yeah. Would you, like in the real world, how would you feel about going on a date that's maybe a little bit different than the average date? I feel like you'd like it. I feel like you'd like it. You'd like the edge of it. That's it. That's probably where I say the words, can you have my children? I, I don't know. I feel like he's testing the limits of, you know, I think guys like to see that girls don't have to wear makeup and things like that. Do you know what I mean? So going for a hike or a mountain climb for me would be like, yes, this is where I get to show that I'm not a girly girl. I don't have to wear makeup. I'd probably win you to the top, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. So yeah, 100% I would. When you, when you go into a date, are you going in there with the mentality of, you know, you're trying to put your best forward and showing your best side? Are you kind of going there judging them going like they need to make more of an effort yeah judging them always <laughs> I always think that they have to press impress you first so and like organize because also I think sometimes guys want to take control to prove themselves a bit so I'm happy for that to happen and for them to go this is what I'm capable of this is what our life together could be 
next up we have my favourite part listener stories because bad dates it would seem they are unavoidable really in the quest to find love I don't think anyone has ever kind of got through life without having a bad date of some form you kind of got to kiss a lot of frogs maybe (laughs) sounds very true I actually have a voice note here that's been sent in by a listener that I'm going to play to you Georgie but I'm going to give you the backstory first so let me just give you a little bit of a backstory basically this girl who shall remain nameless I'm going to call her Sharon. She has, in her opinion, been messed around after a one night stand. So she's met this guy. She's gone back. She slept with them. And she hasn't really. Well, I don't you know. What, I let the voice note do do the rest. OK, uh-huh. so this is what she sent him. OK, OK. And also, I think you've chosen the wrong girl to fuck around with. All of my professional career has been literally for companies that like you have no idea Gucci, Louis Vuitton, Michael Kors, Netta Porter, British Vogue I volunteer in the House of Lords for two lords literally off reputation I've been offered all of those jobs I've now set up two companies by treat and, and I'm successful by treating people with respect and due care I've never slept with a man and had him the next day fuck off and say he wouldn't meet me for a coffee or a drink. It's absolutely disgusting. I don't know what your attitude is to relationships and and things like that and sex, but I don't take it lightly. I'm sorry, but there are thousands of men that you can just have a one-night stand with, and that's not what I look for. And you you would express differently the night before. And I'm... You know, to be honest with you, you know, you've 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 done well in a sense to even have the opportunity to have had any level of intimacy with me. The type of people I've dated and been approached by are, you know, real men, real men. I'm sorry, you know, Prince Charles, Eccury, Leonardo DiCaprio, people of good standing, people that treat women with with some level of respect. Never have I been treated in such a manner, and I'm really, really disappointed in you, George. I thought you were a much more integrous and um, responsible um, person and kinder than that. I just think, you know, you've got a lesson to learn, that you don't go around, you know, doing this to women. It's absolutely disgusting. It hurts people, and you need to have a level of responsibility. How you treat people in life will come back at you, George. You know, you need to treat people with much more respect. You know, and having also worked in property for Cadogan Estates, the Sloan Club, you know, investment trust, multiple properties for Housing Garden magazine. I won't be treated in this manner by anyone. You know, it's absolutely disgusting, and and I, I think you need to grow up. And now face the, you know, face someone that you've hurt. So you know, tell me when you're free to meet for a drink, and and we will, and let's do that. Um, you know, otherwise I just I just feel such anger towards you that I'm going to, you know, make sure you don't get away with this. I think it's absolutely disgusting. You need, you know, what would your mother say? It's disgusting the way in which you're treating me. How dare you? Disgusting, George. And I love at the very end as well. I, I said Sharon. Let's call her Stephanie. I feel like she's more Stephanie. Uh, I loved it. What would your mother say? What would your mother say? Would you tell your mother? Would you tell your mother every morning? Also, right. I can't, Where do we even start with this? There's a lot of information there. I'm not one to ramble on about possibly my CV, the other famous princes I've dated. <laughs> I'm also, can we just talk about the fact that she's mentioning like DiCaprio and Prince Charles as being like the men that she compares everyone else. I was like, didn't Charles 
cheat on Diana and DiCaprio goes out with only 20 year olds. I don't know if they're the best man, to, best men to be comparing your ideal man with. Wait, so she dated them and she's saying that they, she had coffee with them after. Like, no, I think she's saying men like that. Oh, Is that I, do you know, there was a lot of name dropping. I was too busy trying to pick them up off the floor. I couldn't catch <laughs> them all. But would you, I don't know, do you think, well, first of all, do you think it's real? Because well, I was like, I've had a few friends who've sent things and then said to me, oh, I've sent him this message. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Always send to me before you send to them. 100%. Like you said, you need the girls to sit, seek out the guy. You need to tell your friends first before you go crazy, go absolute. Like, I don't know. This is a bit psycho, I would say, actually. Cause it's like, that's have, you sent, have you sent a crazy message before and regretted it? I've been stopped before a lot of mm-hmm. times by my friends. They've gone, whoa, hold back on this. Also, I have probably sent a few things like, <laughs> it's probably <laughs> not a good idea what I've said. But also another thing I'd say to some guys that have literally ghosted me and then ended up with a girlfriend without saying anything, just a nice little message like, you know what? You were fun. You were nice. Had a great time. But I'm way more keen on this girl. Thanks for your time. Would just be enough. Like, that would be all it took. What would be your advice to a girlfriend? Because I always think it's easier to dish it out than get it yourself. Because in my head, I'm like, no, this is a complete right thing. What I'll do is I'm going to tell him what I think right now and how I feel in this moment. <laughs> I don't need to wait. Let's say Stephanie is your mate yes. and she's been ghosted. Would you say to her, do you know what? Actually, it's not okay. Send that message. Well, yeah, I mean, if she wants to have coffee with him the next day, I would literally, let's edit this a little bit. I'd say, let's take out a few of the names because if this guy was going to do the same to you and, Mm -hmm. you know, suggest unattainable women who are better than you, you would not take him for coffee. So therefore, I'd say, hold on, let's rewind, take it down a notch. Unless you don't ever want to see him again, then literally go hell for leather and just go for it. And I think she does, though. I think she really likes him. I think that's what the problem is. I think if she didn't like him, she wouldn't care. That's the problem. She likes him too much. But is he going to reply to that? Is he going to be like... Lizzie, what do you think? I, well, I'm assuming she sent it on because I don't think he has replied. <laughs> she obviously infatuated. She had a great night. She was obsessed with him he didn't ask her for coffee the next day do you know what maybe he's throwing out a battery maybe he was about to like and then she sent him that and he gets it on the Tuesday when he buys a charger then what she's gonna be like is there like an element of I don't know I feel like it's a bit an element of entitlement like I don't feel like she's been ghosted or like dropped like this before I think she's a bit in shock like don't you know who I am don't you know like what I do I do this I've got all these things to my name, all this credibility. So, yeah, I think she was, sure she might have done, told everyone what he is, and then she's absolutely gutted that he's not called her back. And she's told too many people, too many friends, and she's embarrassed. And you know what? It's a, I do that as well. When you talk to someone about something, and you get even angrier. Like, she's, this is an angry message. I feel like this is a fresh wound. This, yeah, this is literally just happened. She can't handle it. She's not giving herself a minute to think, has she? I I think maybe George thought this was a one night stand and maybe Stephanie didn't. And I'm just wondering, one night, like having a have sex on the first date, uh, how do you feel about that? And is there always a caution of if we do this now, it might be a one night stand? Yeah, I think that's the risk. I think I've always been taught by my friends and everyone to be not that easy or not that way, because I think as a guy, possibly it's, 
oh, she must do that all the time. And I don't know if that's probably a put off. For me personally, if a guy does that, I'd be put off because I I judge him actually for that. I think, oh, well, that's all you wanted and that's what you got and now you don't want me. Great. Do you think she should message him again or do you think this is one of those things you just, you know, draw a line under and leave her? I think if Stephanie Stephanie, she should not hold back and carry on. Maybe she should just be that woman. But me personally, I'd just leave it. I'd block him. So I never know if he replies. That's what I would do. That would be my rom-com scenario. Would block him. And if he wanted to get back to me, it would happen naturally. Or he'd go via all my friends' network, social ways, and that's how he would find me. You must have heard, like, especially, I think it's always different depending on what country you are, but, you know, you've been in many different countries, you've dated in different places, and uh, you must have heard quite a few chat blinds in your time. <laughs> and I'm just wondering, what's the, what's the worst one? Is there a worst one that kind of sticks in your memory? I think I might have said this before, there was someone on DM that said, I would drink your bath water on your period. Is that supposed to be sexy? I don't know. Do, do some girls find that sexy, do you think? Do some girls? How? Are you supposed to reply and be like, uh-huh, 100%, you are my husband. What's your number? But what would you use, a straw? I don't know. That's weird. Like, that's weird. What I love, so I'm looking back now as we come to the end of the podcast, of your, your dating hall of fame, <laughs> there's no really bad dates. If you make the most of every single situation, I think everyone could probably learn something from, from your experience and how you talk about things. Because you don't, like even your bad dates, you still have a great time. Yeah, well, you're both very nervous when you first meet. Yeah. It's very nervous from each side. I think even when you pretend you're not or they pretend they're not, they're going to be nervous too, whoever this is. So you kind of got to give a bit of leeway. If they're in, like, you know, if the personality is just not nice, then I think you can sense that straight away. But I think you've got to give a bit of, um, a bit of leeway of have a second date to make sure that it's not gone bad because you could end up having a family with them if you want to be open-minded have you ever have you ever just gone on a date and sat down with someone and go do you know what you're an absolute prick though yes absolutely yes but it takes me a while to notice these things because I've, I've literally so might be third third or fourth date and you realize oh no he is a date. yeah usually my friends tell me first and I'm like oh no it's really fun no he does this and so, like I've got kind of a good threshold of like you know being cool being laid back it takes a while yeah yeah yeah, it takes yeah. a lot to realise someone's a dick. <laughs> you're like, actually, you're not the one for me. Um, on that, thank you so much, Georgie Porter, for coming on the Dating Hall of Fame and sharing your stories and wishing you the best of luck at a lockdown for dating in real life. Wait, are any of the guys that you've gone on a dates with during lockdown potential for outside world? Yes, I am going to because I think it's only cool because we've made so much effort. I don't know, in time, maybe we'll be seen together in a restaurant, hooking our legs around each other. Well, thank you so much for sharing your stories. Um, as ever, to all you guys listening, please comment your dating stories. We want the good, the bad, the ugly, the bizarre, the strangest. Have you ever gone, you know, house hunting on your first date like Georgie? Um, please leave them in the review section of the podcast or email them to dates at magscreative.co.uk. They are absolutely golden. We love hearing from you. Thank you, Georgie. And best of luck with the dating. And like, if, I don't know, I still really like that guy in America that you went to the the house with. I, I don't know. I saw potential in that. <laughs> 
Oh, he'll never know. Georgie Porter, thank you for sharing this experience. And also, I'm doing that thing, remember we mentioned with dating, where you look at the room, like you've got a lovely plant in your room. Like, I would date you just from your surroundings. Like, this looks good. This, this bit, this leaf's dead. Oh, maybe water your plant before you use it in the background of a dating shot. Yeah, yeah literally, that was better. I should have do that again, sorry. <laughs> Georgie, thank you. And until next time, take care. Thank you again to our sponsors, Extra Chewing Gum, who are making this series possible. It doesn't have to be as much of a roller coaster as we've just heard. You can breathe through even the toughest dating moments with a fresh new outlook. Don't forget to check out Extra's new Find Your Other Half personalized packs that are giving you the confidence to go out and find your special someone, meaning you can still get all the feels from tonight's date without worrying about the microwave fish you had for lunch. Extra Chewing Gum has got your dating back. <laughs> 